Hey podcast, uh, the Gary V Challenge. Hashtag Gary V Challenge. That's right, I put out the huge deck. How many pages was that, 270? The, the, the deck I put out on my birthday uh, is out there now and now I'm scared. Why am I scared? Because people love consuming information but they hate doing the things in the information. So we're doing the Gary V Challenge. Hashtag Gary V Challenge. What does that mean? I am now challenging you, my audience, to make content at scale. Use the hashtag Gary V Challenge in Facebook, in Instagram, in Twitter, in LinkedIn so that we can find your stuff and I'm gonna pick some winners in January of the people that have gone out and actually made, making, contextually making, making at scale. Please go do that, go check it out. Looking forward to it, please enter. Doing always is better than reading. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up everybody and welcome back for another episode. Today, Gary sits down and does two interviews before his keynote in Dubai on November 22nd. He talks about sleep and what to worry about in 2020. So make sure to hit him up and let him know what you think about this episode and I hope you enjoy. Gary Vaynerchuk, welcome to Dubai. Uh, We're absolutely honored to be with you here today. We know you're a man under demand. So we're gonna uh, just enjoy our moment here with you today. Thank you guys. Thank you for being here. Uh, We're gonna start off just first off get straight in there because we had a lot of questions through from our listeners. What is Gary V's definition of success? Uh, the ability to do what I want when I want at all times and waking up and going to sleep happy. Mm-hmm. And what is it you want when you say do what, what, what I want? When for I want, me, yeah. for me, that is building businesses, producing content, playing the game. Yeah. I don't want the trophies that come along with entrepreneurship. I just want the game of it. For somebody else, it might be painting all day. Mm-hmm. And however they can afford that, that would be theirs. So it's freedom. You know, it's freedom. Mm-hmm. Now, when you become successful and sometimes your company becomes your jail, it becomes your container, but it's freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's talk about something that we just spoke about, which was sleep. Now, this is yes. something that has been a running theme in a lot of your content and a lot of your speeches when you, when you go around the world and talk about this. Uh, I'm gonna hands up straight up. I'm the worst at sleep. We do a morning breakfast show where we wake right. up crazy. I'm, I'm the early. best at sleep. And I get eight to nine hours. I love it. Really yeah. good for you. He's the opposite. Uh, but I actually find I work better with less sleep. When I've done a four four hour sleep, I get on the show and I'm better than I would be. Do you catch up on weekends or on I try hum- to yeah. as much as possible. Look, I, here's what I would say on this. I'm such a big fan of work ethic but I'm very concerned that people think just working 20 hours a day means you're successful. Mm -hmm. It does not. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to have balance and yeah, I'm a very big proponent of sleep and I think people should have more of it, not less. I think people should be more productive when they're awake. Mm -hmm. If you have huge ambitions, it's about your production while you're awake, not the fact that you don't sleep. Mm -hmm. Now I saw you in Sharjah last year and just you on stage, blows me away. You're incredible, you're inspiring, and you're always on the pulse. So the, the thing that stuck with me that you said, and I went home and I did it straight away, was Insta Stories is the thing. Promote your Insta Stories, get that sponsored post, and you said 99% of people aren't gonna do it. Proud to say I'm one of the, one of the 1% that did. That makes me but happy. What is the next thing? What's TikTok. The, okay. And it's never the next thing. It's always the current thing. Okay. I never know what the next thing is. I'm not Nostradamus. Okay. Uh, but I do know what the current thing is. And by far the current thing 
especially in this region, is TikTok. It people is. People laughed at us when we got into it. We literally yeah. just opened one two weeks Pe- ago. People laughed at everybody when they got a Facebook because that was for college kids. People mm-hmm. laughed when everybody got a Snapchat or an Instagram or got on YouTube or started their own podcast. People always laugh until they don't. Mm-hmm. Until they're the ones doing what you're doing as well. Until they're sat. All the celebrities, all the real models mm-hmm. laughed at the Instagram models until they did it. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Very true. So, I, listen, I will continue to let them laugh uh, at first and then admire me later. Mm-hmm. TikTok is the underpriced platform and it, and it has already aged up. Mm-hmm. It is obviously littered with tons of nine to 15 year olds, but it has already started to penetrate the 20 to early 30 year old set and, uh, and unless a competitor can create a feature and stop its momentum the way Instagram Stories did to Snapchat, unless, unless, it will go on to become a massive, massive global platform. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, it already has. 1.5 billion users is 1.5 billion users. Unbelievable. And we got 123,000 views on one of ours. Yeah, we By the way, let's, let's, let's talk about that. It's the one platform that you could have no followers on any platform, put up your first video and get a million views because right. there's so much attention and there's not enough content yet. Yeah. And that will change in four years. And then it's just gonna be like Instagram now where you post your first thing and gets three views. But right now, that's exactly right. One TikTok, I bet you this is what happened to you. One of your TikTok posts got 197 views and the next one got 247. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one of your TikToks and you went around, the, I guess, your local area where you're from. Garage sale. Yeah, and you were going, <laughs> it was a garage sale and you were looking at the lemonade stalls. Oh, and you, were, you were over, yeah. you were giving them $20 instead yes. of the $1. What made you want to do that? So that was when I was garage selling. In okay. America, when you garage sell, you go to people's lawns and you buy stuff from them. A lot of the kids will set up a lemonade stand. That was my first business. Wow. And so that, what, what I'm doing when I'm buying lemonade that's 25 cents and giving the kid a $20 is I'm passing on one of the great moments of my life. I had a lemonade stand in 1985 and a bike rider drove by and he gave me his water bottle, you know, like the water bottle. He goes, fill, he goes how much if I fill this up? And I look at it and I think we were 10, this is 1985. I think we were, <laughs> I think we were 10 cents a cup and I said, a dollar. <laughs> and he said, okay and I fill it, I'm so pumped. I mean, he didn't finish saying okay and I had it filled and then he gave me a 10 and he said keep the change. Wow. I'm sitting here 34 years later telling you that story. Mm-hmm. Think about the impact that made. So I'm passing on the game. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that when I give a 20 to that kid in that TikTok video that that's something that motivates him and continues to have him get going and I think about those moments. See, what you're talking about right now is based on something called gratitude and kindness and uh, and passing that on and understanding that that is your success and that is where you win, uh, in no matter what industry you're in. But I used to be a professional tennis player. Mm. So being in that sporting uh, kind of realm where it's doggy dog, yep. no one's nice to each other. Yep. It's, listen, it's you or me and that's it. But let me say this, I'm dog eats dog when I do business. Mm-hmm. I bet you there was gals and girls that you played and you tried to destroy each other's faces but when the match was over, you guys shook hands and then later you might have even became friends with some of them mm-hmm. and went out for drinks. To your point, people are very confused. In business, there doesn't seem to be the separation. Actually, let's, before I, I don't wanna finish this thought. Mm-hmm. I assume you played very hard and tried to destroy the face of the other girl but some of those girls became your friends or you liked them. Yeah. Okay, did, yeah. so guess what? That's how I think about business. Mm. I want to, let there be, for all the kindness 
and caring and empathy and gratitude that I'm putting out in the world in words and actions, let there be no confusion. I'm trying to destroy every other business person on earth. <laughs> so there's no kindness in business? No, no, there's, there's kindness in business, but it's a very interesting nuance. You can be kind and still compete. Mm-hmm. Like, of course there's kindness. Like, I, I'm putting out my best information for free, which means, do you know how many social media agencies' entire strategy is watch me regurgitate it and sell it to clients? Mm-hmm. Those are my competitors. I bet they're, they're studying that pack you just released as 100%, well, like 100%, 100%. But, but it still doesn't mean that when I go for a pitch against that agency that I don't want to beat them. Mm. So, notice? Yeah, 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 got it, got it, got so it. So it's like dog eat dog and then a little bit later in the day, dog feed dog. Well, there's a couple things. In a tennis tournament, somebody ends up winning in the micro, mm-hmm. just like in a business pitch. But in the macro, the world is abundant. Mm-hmm. I root for everybody because they're not taking out of me. I'm gonna get mine. Mm. I'm gonna get mine. Regardless. Regardless. Mm. And so when I see other people winning more than me, I give respect that they're executing. Mm-hmm. I, I laugh when people are mad at other people. They're they're beating you. Mm. Like, sorry, they, yeah. you know, just like in tennis, like, you, out, you had more natural talent or you put in more work. Mm-hmm. It's not super confusing. Natural talent, work. Natural talent, work. Mm-hmm. That is the framework. Mm-hmm. I know we've got to wrap this. One more question, last thing. Um, Gary, I, I have one fear. My biggest fear. Snakes? No. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, my biggest fear is getting a call that, um, you know, my parents are no longer here because they have been brought up in a generation, let me quickly tell you, immigrants moved from Africa to the UK from a young age. Uh, they were in a generation where survival was key. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the privilege of us, you know, where we talk about mm-hmm. 18 to 30 years mm-hmm. old, experiment, if you fail, mm-hmm. get back mm-hmm. up, it's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that privilege. Yes. So now they're edging towards 60, uh, nowhere near retirement, they're still healthy, they're yeah, cool. Of course. Um, but how do you, as a child, you're a child, you're also a parent, how do you then flip the script because right now I'm worried for them. I'm like, when are you going to slow down? I'm still going and I'm good to go. Well, first, how do you look after yourself? Well, first of all, you're a youngster because I can promise you right now, 58 and 57 and 59 mm. is ridiculously young. Yeah. That doesn't feel like that for mm. us now because it's so far, like, mm. when you get to 59, I hope you remember this interview, yeah. you'll be like, man, he was right. Like, I promise you, every 59-year-old that's watching this right now is like, I, I'm living. <laughs> so A, there's that, and B, all, all you can do is anything. It's what I do every day. All you can do is educate. All you can do is say, hey mom, stop eating bad food. Hey dad, go to the gym. Hey, do you, are you guys checking in, you know? Yeah, in a, but in a generation that is so cultured that work, 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 even though they've done well for themselves and achieved beyond their dreams. But that may be their happiness. Yeah. You know, your ideology for them maybe is, going on beaches and relaxing, but that's not what they want. Mm. In the same way that parents often tell kids what they should be, engineers and doctors, but they don't want to be. Mm-hmm. It's just the reverse. You just love them, that's all. Mm. Got it, just support it. Yeah, and communicate your truth. Mm. Sweet, Gary, thank you awesome. so much. It's been an thank honor. You. Have a, thank have a you. great rest of your time here. Round of applause for Gary yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome back to Dubai, man. Thank you, my friend. Nice seeing you again. Great to see you again. So tell me, Gary, um, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Sure. First of all, we're only a month away from 2020. Yes. So it's really close. It's really close. What do you say? What's going to happen in the marketing and entrepreneurship sector? What's going on? What should we focus on for 2020? I think it's about written, audio, and video content on the 10 platforms that matter. I'm very consistent on this. 
I, I don't need to talk about AI or machine learning or VR or, you know, all that stuff is coming. What's going on now is content at scale, contextual to the platforms of the LinkedIn's and the Snapchat's and the Facebook's and the Twitter's and the TikTok's and I, and I just don't, I, I sometimes am fascinated by people's inability to understand that producing creative at scale on these platforms is how you achieve awareness which then leads to you creating the business, the personal, the governmental ambitions you want. So what you're saying is for 2020 we need to even increase that scale of content. I believe that every uh, business should put out 150 pieces of content a day. That every person should put out 20 to 50. That every, you know, and the bigger, I mean, do I believe that Pepsi should put out 4,000 pieces of content a day? Yes, I do. A day. Yes, I think the delta between what I see and what I'm seeing people do is... Huge. Yeah. You know, huge. So in terms of brand awareness and everything, is it different in this region than other regions? Is there something specific people should focus on in terms of marketing at a specific region? 100%. And not only where, for example, TikTok's explosion in the Middle East is an opportunity that is not necessarily happening in other parts of the world. Uh, Twitter's huge in the US, not big in Germany. So yes, regionality always matters. But everybody watching right now that lives within a region knows what six platforms matter. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, very clear that it matters here. But then the content and the context. It differs. Of course, uh, cultures are different. Friday and Saturday are the weekend. Sunday not. Americans, you know, like, oh, slang term. Who's the popular, you know, person? Okay, boomer is a great, like, term right now. Has that come to your part of the world yet? Has it not? Like, the slang, the, the culture, the celebrities, the influencers, the vibe, the weather. It doesn't look like this in New York right now. So, so you know, I, I, you have to take all those things into account. There's, you know, you gotta take all those things. The context is the warfare. That is where the magic is being made. Exactly, and we're having a talk in a couple of minutes. So what do people expect from your talk? What are you going to teach them, train them about? I'm not sure. You know, one of the fun things about my talking style is I probably have four to five hours worth of things that I'm thinking about right now, which which 45 minutes to an hour hits the stage right now is pretty improv. You know, I'm sh- you know, if I really challenge myself to answer a question, I'll probably get into entitlement and suppression of happiness. I'll definitely get into TikTok and LinkedIn because they're wildly underpriced distribution. Uh, I'll get into context. I'll get into the volume of content. I'll get into self-awareness. I think there's a lot of people in the audience right now who want to be entrepreneurs but aren't and they're not willing to look that truth in the mirror because right now it's cool and everybody wants to do it. Um, those are some of the things I think I'll talk about. Thank you so much, Gary, for your Thank time. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys, for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.